and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week, presented by Sunny Health and Fitness. And this episode is brought to you by the Evolution Pro 2. I am your host, resident fitness expert, Matt. And I am your Sunny trainer, Sydney. All right, Sydney, what is going on? What is new with the new year? What do we got going on? What do people need to know about that they don't know about? What are we doing? You guys, we have been doing so much since we last talked to you. It's really exciting. We've started making workout videos for you guys that are full-length, follow-along videos. We're coaching you through the whole thing. I really love this style of videos, and I think you guys are going to love it too. Yeah, we've made a lot of workout content in the past, but these really are like full-length, hey, we're going to coach you through it press play, follow along, do the workout with us, watch us suffer a little bit sometimes because <laughs> they are actually good, hard workouts. We're not, we're not babying you yes. with these. So, yeah, they're, they're not super long either. I think they're between like 10, you know, 20. We have a few 30-minute long videos, and, uh, yeah, we're making them every day. So we got a, a large database of workouts coming your way. So stay tuned. Check them out on YouTube. We've got a few of them ready to go already. Yeah, a little something for everyone. And then we got, what else we got? We got some articles too, I think. We're doing some new content on our website. I've been creating some tutorial articles, just basic information. Um, a few of those articles we're probably going to turn into podcast episodes, so stay tuned. If you see any <laughs> articles that have been posted recently, uh, it's highly likely that some of them might be expanded on in terms of more information um, on a podcast episode. So stay tuned. And of course, if you want any podcast topics to be covered, just let us know. Uh, maybe, you know, send us a message on social media or, you know, leave us a review uh, on, on iTunes and just kind of let us know, hey, love the podcast. And, uh, you know, we want to hear more about, you know, whatever topic you're most interested in. So uh, we yeah, do, for sure. Yeah, we we do, love that. Yeah, we do look at those reviews. So, so if there's a way you can Kind of tell us what you want. We'll go ahead and see if we can cover it. Um, and we have something else Ooh. that we're doing. <laughs> we started a TikTok account. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows what TikTok is, right? Sydney, <laughs> can you give us like the basic overview of what TikTok is? Okay, so if for those there's a of basic you overview. who don't know, TikTok is a great place where you just make short little videos. They can be informative. They can be funny. Most of ours are funny, which is why we love TikTok so much. It's a great break in our day where we just get to have a little fun and show you guys what we're all about. <laughs> yeah, it, it is super fun. A lot different than what we've been doing. And uh, if you haven't seen it, well, once you see it, you'll know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there's still good information on it. It's just a little bit more entertaining. You see a different side of us. So it's fun. All right. So for our talk it, topic, talk it, topic, I think I was about to say taco because I love mm. breast breakfast tacos. Same. And uh, yeah, we're talking about breakfast today. Um, and the reason why we're talking about breakfast today is because I came across something that was highlighting the importance of breakfast breakfast or the reasons why you should eat breakfast, which many of us mm. may or may not have even thought about whether or not breakfast is important because you may or may not have heard that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. We can talk about that, but we're not going to expand on that too much. It's more a generalized statement. Should you eat breakfast in general at all? Yes? No? Is it better? Should you skip it? 
Why should you skip it? Why shouldn't you skip it? So the individual that I came across was basically promoting um, the negative effects of skipping breakfast if you're somebody who's participating in a fasting diet. So we've talked about fasting before. We've talked about the different ways that people incorporate fasting protocols to help them improve their health, maybe help them lose a little weight. Um, intermittent fasting is still something that a lot of people are are doing and trying to do or trying to think about starting if they uh, think it may be helpful. So if you don't know a lot about fasting, I encourage you to go back and listen to our fasting episode um, in season one. And that way you can kind of determine, you know, if you've never heard about what fasting is, you have a little bit more background on what we're talking about. But for the most part, a lot of fasting protocols recommends that you don't eat breakfast. Um, yes. Yeah. So we want to kind of touch on whether or not that is a good uh, thing to follow and what breakfast really means to most people in general anyway. So um, I'll give my opinions on breakfast. Let's start with you. Sydney. Me? Yes. Okay. Well, what I do you think about breakfast. Personally, <laughs> I love breakfast. Like, first of all, let's get into breakfast food. Like, it's amazing. In my personal opinion, it's the best type of food. I could eat it any time of day. I'm kind of a savory person. Like, I mean, I'll eat a waffle every now and again, but I mean, come on. Eggs, avocado toast, breakfast burritos. I mean, you really can't go wrong. But <laughs> make me hungry. I mean, most of the time I try to eat breakfast, like just because I feel like it's so important to start the day with something nutrient dense that's really going to give me the energy that I need for brain power and body power. I mean, both of you and I are pretty active at work, so that's something that's really important to me. Um, but yeah, there's some days where I wake up and I'm just not hungry. Some of those days I'll force myself to eat breakfast around 9 a.m., um, other days I'll just be like, well, you know, I guess I'm just full from dinner last night and I'll just go through and wait until lunch. But usually on those days I get pretty hangry and then I get mad at myself for not <laughs> eating breakfast. <laughs> so breakfast for the win. Yes, basically. Okay. Yeah. So I'm kind of the, the same way. I under well, I don't understand. Let me rephrase that. I initially didn't understand how people could wake up and just not eat until lunchtime. That was just crazy <laughs> to me because I would go, I would physically feel it. Uh, not only would I feel it from an energy standpoint, but like my stomach would hurt. I would get a headache. I definitely wouldn't physically perform well. My cognitive function, brain power would be down. And I, I would feel it. Like I would, I would recognize that I was not in a place where I had enough energy to function properly. So um, that being said, over time and kind of going through different, you know, diet protocols just to experience what um, other people are doing, you know, if it's, hey, you know, my client is trying to, you know, do a, a fast and they're not going to eat until noon and then maybe they'll only have two meals a day. I was like, okay, well, let me let me just kind of see what that feels like. Can I, could I even do it? What would I feel like if I tried it? So I could be in their shoes and kind of say, okay, well, you know, I understand how difficult it is for you to participate in this type of fast because I tried it. Um, so I did that a few times and, uh, yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> I like eating breakfast foods. I mean, there's a reason people have breakfast for dinner. I don't know many people that have, you know, dinner for breakfast that 
doesn't seem like a popular thing. Right? I ha- I did used to do that in <laughs> high school because there was a time in my life where I just couldn't stand breakfast food. You guys, what was wrong with me? That's very interesting. I know. There's so it's many, okay. There's the, so many different the things. The tides you have could. turned. The tides have turned. Yeah, there's so many different things you could have for breakfast. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I love, you know, I love breakfast food. I've always eaten breakfast for the most part. I've dabbled in fasting protocols would have eliminated early breakfasts. Um, you know, I've dabbled in kind of fasting protocols that eliminate carbohydrates early on in the day. Um, so different ways to kind of, you know, put myself in my client's shoes if they either have come to me and said, hey, I've been doing, you know, this fasting protocol where I'm not eating breakfast or I'm doing this fasting protocol where I'm, you know, not eating carbohydrates in the morning. So um, I've done a few of those just to see, you know, what does it feel like? What would happen to me so I can relate to those individuals that are either thinking about trying it or maybe they've been recommended to try it. Um you know, that way I have a better understanding of how to approach it with each individual person. So um, from a personal standpoint, I definitely feel it if I don't have breakfast. I'm not a happy person. I need to eat. I feel it physically. I feel it cognitively if I am not eating. So from a, from those standards, um, you know, I'm somebody who would definitely recommend having a hearty, nutritious breakfast um, we understand also that, you know, time is, you know, not really that available for a lot of people in the morning. <laughs> you can't really put together a really nice nutrient-dense breakfast all the time, so you're kind of scrambling just to get anything, which might be a reason why some people choose to, um, you know, grab a quick bite over, you know, actually trying to think about preparing a nutrient-dense meal. So That's often what happens to me. I usually eat my breakfast in the car but I try to prep my breakfast on the weekend so that it can still be nutrient dense and I can still be that, you know, lazy person who presses snooze in the morning and have something good to eat on the way to work. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So let's look at some of the ways that having a breakfast is actually super critical. So yes. um, there's a lot of there's a lot of studies out there. There's there's a lot of studies on intermittent fasting as well. So it kind of just depends on what you want to pull. But there are some things that will happen in general if you just choose not to eat after you wake up. Um, So one of those things is it has been shown that people that do eat earlier in the day, so morning and afternoon, um, they usually usually have healthier blood lipid profiles, so less less fat floating around in the bloodstream. Um, They also have uh, better blood sugar control, so you know individuals that you know, have high spikes in blood sugar, low, low drops in blood sugar, like you physically feel that in a negative way. Um, so that's not good. Having stable blood sugar actually is very important in terms of your physical function as well. And it affects other things too, like your mood and um, your energy levels. So um, that's one thing that has been observed in individuals that regularly eat in the morning and the afternoon. It does affect Uh, your blood and and what's going on internally. Um, The other thing is usually when you wake up that's when your body is the most ready to physically exert itself. Um, So you're waking up, you're getting started, your body's kind of turning on all its all its uh, engines, getting ready, getting revved up. It wants it wants energy to start all of those things. Um, Mm -hmm. So when your energy demands are the highest, specifically in the morning, you're getting up, you're getting ready, you're you're getting ready for the day, your body wants fuel to function properly. Um, so earlier in the morning, uh, when your energy demands are the highest, 
um, it's important to have fuel ready. So if you don't have right. any fuel ready, you're not going to perform as well. Which that kind of makes sense. Like if you're somebody who doesn't eat breakfast and you're feeling kind of, you know, um, tired and, you know, just having a hard time making it through the morning until lunch, your brain is feeling a little zapped. Maybe breakfast would, you know, help you with your energy levels. Yeah. And this has been really studied a lot in kids because they've, they've looked at and observed, um, you know, children, youth, uh, that didn't really eat much for breakfast and actually observed that their cognitive function and their memory, um, was a lot lower than the kids that actually ate in the morning. So, you know, that's what's with kids, obviously. As an adult, you know, your body can adapt pretty well. You can probably get used to not eating as much in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're thinking about that for, you know, your kids or um, your nieces, your nephews, your grandchildren, it's it's very important to make sure that there's fuel in, in their bodies throughout the day because it does make a difference um, if you're skipping out on energy earlier on the day when the demands are high. Um, so that's another thing that was, that's been studied a lot. Um, the other thing, this is really cool, especially for those that are um, interested in carbohydrates, is that your metabolism seems to be better um, at digesting and metabolizing carbohydrates if you have carbohydrates earlier in the day. So if you're somebody that consumes carbohydrates in the morning, your body, uh, your body's metabolism is set up to burn, burn carbohydrates better throughout the day than somebody who says, I'm not going to have any carbs in the morning, and then you still eat some carbs in the afternoon or at night. Um, it's been shown that your metabolism works better if you eat, eat carbohydrates early and throughout the day. Your body's just able to process them a little bit better. That makes sense because, so. like, then you have, you know, Carbs are like the body's best energy source, right? So mm-hmm. then you have those available to use as energy throughout the day. That's kind of common sense, I guess. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool to kind of hear that um, you're kind of setting yourself up to use your energy uh, well if you start eating it earlier on in the day. Um, the most the most important factor for me, at least, and this in these studies, they'll they'll refer to athletic populations when they're talking about these observations. But really, this goes to anybody who's active. So if you're somebody who's working out a lot, you know you're active every day. Uh, maybe you're not a professional athlete. Maybe you're just a recreational athlete. Uh, whoever you are, if you're an active person or if you're aspiring to be an active person, um, if you're limiting yourself in terms of energy needs by not eating in the morning, um, you're going to get more tired. <laughs> it's just, it's going to happen. Um, and the other thing that's going to happen is you're not going to be able to recover from your workouts, from your activities, um, as well as somebody who eats breakfast, eats more nutrient dense, um, foods in the morning and, and throughout the day when you know you're going to be participating in physical activity. So, number one, you'll feel more tired. You won't have as much energy. Your performance will decrease. And then after you participate in that activity, if you're not refueling and eating uh, nutrient-dense foods throughout the day, including breakfast, you're not going to recover as well. So Mm -hmm. it's been observed that those individuals that don't eat breakfast in the morning and are participating in high intense, you know, physical activity. Um, They're definitely fatigued, definitely fatigued 
during workouts, after workouts. Um, it's been observed that their muscle mass goes down, and just overall, in general, you just don't you just don't feel as good. <laughs> yeah, which that makes total sense to me because this is something that I've experienced in you know my. 20 plus years of training, particularly when I was a collegiate athlete, we would have these 5 a.m. weight training sessions three times a week. And compared to when I was in high school lifting weights in the afternoon when I was, you know, properly fueled and had a ton of energy in my system, I lost a lot of strength. And I just was not as strong and I wasn't performing as well as when I had those afternoon sessions when I was fully fueled and I kind of learned that about myself over the course of multiple years and we had to you know adjust the timing of my training session because we realized that it was highly important for my body in particular and I think other people as well especially when performance is concerned needed to eat breakfast before I hit the weight room so yeah, and I think it should be important to note, like, it doesn't mean if you're having a 5 a.m. workout, then you need to wake up at 3 and make a, <laughs> you know, super dense, healthy, five-course breakfast. Yeah. If you want to do that, great. Just make sure you're getting enough sleep. But when we talk about making sure you're eating something, like, this is just having a little bit of something in your stomach, um, you know, something that you know you can handle, you know, something that has... A little bit of you know carbohydrates in it, a little bit of protein, you know something that's Absolutely. easily easily digested, um, so that you have some energy ready to go for your workout, um, and then that way you have enough to feel like you're not going to bonk or just completely <laughs> fade during your activity, and then you know you're going to eat some more afterwards anyway because you want to make sure that you're properly properly recovering after your workout. Um, so again, you, you don't need to eat a lot. It just means that usually you'll function a little bit better if you have something in your system prior to your physical activities um, in, in general. So, and then when you wake up on days where you're not working out super early in the morning or you have time to make a healthy breakfast, that's going to help you with your recovery from the day before when you were working yourself out pretty difficult. Um, so yeah, in general, Sydney... When we're talking about breakfast, <laughs> what what should we do with breakfast? I am pro-breakfast. Pro-breakfast. All the way. <laughs> I know we get busy because I'm human and I get busy too and I'm not perfect. And some days I skip it and it's the worst. But in general, I think that a healthy, nutrient-dense breakfast is the best way to start your day. Yes, I agree. I am pro-breakfast as well. Again... You have to make sure that it fits in line with your goals. So if you're somebody that is not really worried about being physically active all the time and you're using a fasting protocol to, say, help you reduce your caloric intake so maybe you can lose a little bit of weight, um, if that's your goal, great. Just know that if you start to add some higher intensity physical activity to uh, your health and wellness program, not having those... Um, those breakfast items, those energy-dense items earlier in the day are going to affect you in a significant way. So you just got to be careful, understand what your goals are, what your body needs, um, you know, get some, get some medical help, ask your doctor like, hey, like I'm thinking about doing intermittent fasting, but I know I like to work out in the morning. What do you think is a good idea? Should I, you know, can I, sh could I skip breakfast if I want to, you know, do these hardcore workouts and do intermittent fasting? Like, you know, just make sure you're careful because the, the last thing you want to do is jump into an intermittent fasting protocol 
and then you know s- still try to keep up with your hour you know hard high intensity workouts and then you know pass out from just lack of of energy <laughs> absolutely uh, bad thing <laughs> i feel like too one solution if intermittent fasting isn't you know, an option for your schedule, you're focused on working out too. Another way that you can cut calories rather than fasting is just picking more nutrient-dense foods, less preservatives, less additives, less sugars. That will cut out some calories right there for you. So that's another option if you're looking to stay energized through your workouts, but, you know, and still have that energy that you need to perform. Yeah, so... Pro breakfast. So you heard, it, you heard it here. You heard it here first. Don't let anybody bash breakfast. Probably not first, it's, but you know. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. This episode is sponsored by the Sunny Health and Fitness Evolution Pro 2. This commercial quality home gym bike brings you the newest evolution of performance-oriented indoor cycle bikes. The Evolution Pro 2 has a 40-pound flywheel and it provides a super stable ride. And we want to thank you so much for joining us at 9to5Fitness. We hope you enjoyed the show and learned something useful to help you on your journey to a healthy lifestyle. If you want to learn more about this topic and other useful fitness tips, check out our show notes or visit us at sunnyhealthfitness.com. And make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok. And make sure to come back next week for a -a one-of-a-kind interview with Olympic gold medalist Brian Clay. Wait a second. You just said Olympic gold medalist. Like a real Olympic gold medalist. A real Olympic gold medalist. Brian Clay. (laughs) It's pretty exciting. Decathlete, right? Is that right? Yes. Decathlete. A gold, silver guys, and gold medalist. Guys, multiple medalists. Multiple medalists. Olympian, yes. USA. It's a big deal, and he has a really cool perspective on fitness and health in general. And I think you guys are gonna love it. Can't wait. It's great. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. See ya. <laughs>